0: Welcome to the Situation Report for March 24th, 2023. It's Lieutenant Colonel Murray, and it has been another week of the Trump saga. It's all noise, but it's been ongoing. And don't you find it odd that they're going to arrest Trump? No, they're not going to arrest Trump. Yes, they're going to arrest Trump. No, they're really not going to arrest Trump. Then Janet Yellen has a meeting, and an hour later, and they're going to reconvene the grand jury. I'm telling you, they're one-trick pony. But that pales in comparison to a week with the puppies. So yesterday, I came home from work, and they had re Landscape, my yard. Only this time, there was a PVC pipe sticking straight up out of the ground. And I have no idea what it was hooked up to. I don't know where it came from. I don't even know if it was buried. But there's a PVC pipe sticking straight up in the middle of the mound in the back, and I have no idea where it came from. On top of that, they got past the, the gating that I put up to keep them away from trampling the trees and eating the trees and the cactus. Yes, they ate a cactus. Oh, no. No, no. They Athena has figured out how to get behind the gate, and she was eating a tree. But that's not even the worst part of it. She dragged a branch out, chewed it into small pieces, and basically spit all of it into the pool. And it all ended up in my filter this morning, which I didn't see yesterday. But that's not the worst part of it. Last night, I went in the kitchen, and I heard this crunchy noise, and I couldn't figure out what it was. They had had, both of them had their head in a bag of treats that I got at Costco that was full and ate all but a few scraps of it. So today, those little bodies proceeded to drop the biggest deuce I've ever seen in my life, synchronized shitting, in the middle of the street. Went to check the mail. Both of them literally looked at me, squatted, and shit their brains out in the middle of the street. I had to clean it up with a sh- uh, shovel it was so big. So this Trump stuff, I don't care about it. Just don't care anymore. Not only do I not care, but it's just noise. And the reason why I say it's noise, so when this first started, I said to my team, let's see how this develops because the messaging for this is everywhere. It's it's. There's not a consistent message about this anywhere. Normally, when the deep state's going to do something or the elite are going to do something, it's clearly messaged, and then they do it. And it's clearly messaged across a number of platforms. This was all over the place. And Trump was pushing stuff. So I wanted to see how it was going to develop. I wanted to see how Tuesday was going to develop. I wanted to see who was actually going to make the arrest. And that came and went. And now they're going to reconvene the grand jury after supposedly the the DA um, held back exculpatory evidence. Yeah, whatever. It's just noise. The translation of that is the elite in D.C., the bankers, were negotiating on what was going to happen to Trump in the background making deals. That's what that was all about. the The bigger part of this, though, is that you're seeing brinksmanship. As the elite lose more and more and more and more, they're upping the ante, trying to drive bigger and bigger things. You can see that across the entire spectrum. And here's why I think that is. So I watched an interview yesterday. It was an interview that Tom Luongo did on a channel called The Duran on YouTube. I'd never heard of this guy before. And the conversation was literally all Tom. And he said two salient things that I thought were very, very interesting. The first one was that Trump was put in place and enticed to run by New York bankers, not by general officers, according to Tom. And I think that's very plausible because if you listen to the second theory that the Federal Reserve is at war with the Treasury, aka the globalists and they, the Fed took over Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank and I can't think of the third one for the life of me to cut off the money laundering that was being done from FTX. FTX was laundering money through Signature Bank and through a, a Silicon Valley Bank so they turned off the siphon which drove a lot of crazy actions which I think is very interesting because that's very, very plausible. And the, the question is, why would the elite want Donald Trump in the White House? Well, it's easy. Because in 2016, Hillary's job was to crash the economy, crash the currency, and then drive towards a central bank digital currency. And she'd have done it, too. The woman has no moral compass whatsoever so they wanted to they wanted to push back against the city of london and disconnect the us dollar from the euro and they wanted to disconnect from libor so and libor is the london interbank exchange rate and they're moving to 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 cipher or SOFR or whatever it is which is us based and breaks the chain with the city of london and according to tom the the financial and fiscal policy was was basically Dictated by what was going on with Libor and with the City of London, it explains a lot of Trump's activities and Trump's um, decisions in the last two years of his of his term, and it explains what Mnuchin was doing by putting the Federal Reserve underneath the Treasury. It gave the U.S. control of the central bank versus the Europeans, and by putting Jerome Powell. In charge of the Federal Reserve, it took away the power that the Treasury had to control the Fed. And according to, uh, well, there's a number of people saying it now that the Fed is trying to prop up the dollar by disconnecting from the the euro, and then raising the uh, the basis rates for borrowing money from the Fed so they can repatriate dollars from across the pond. And And all all of those actions are exactly what Powell's been doing, raising rates, repatriating dollars, paying down, paying off debt. the The variable is the congressional spending, which makes a very, very good sense when you start looking at what they're doing in Congress right now about the new proposed budget that's like one point six trillion dollars over what the actual uh, income of the country is. It's a very interesting, very interesting theory, and I think it's very, very plausible. Why it's plausible is that every time you see the Treasury do something or Janet Yellen do something, it's followed by some crazy, um, some crazy um, news story or news cycle to distract away from it. And we saw that with the Trump stuff last week. It started last Saturday, and here we are, almost on Saturday. Uh, the following week, and we're still talking about Trump. It's, it, these guys are a one-trick pony. But where I'm going with this is that they're going to get crazier and crazier and crazier the more they lose. And they're gonna. this is brinksmanship between oligarchs. They don't care if they take us to nuclear war. Because you're talking about people that have been in power for over 200 years. They are not going to go quietly in the night. And this isn't the original group of elite from back in the early 1900s that created the Federal Reserve System. These are all the heirs. You know, the the, the less smart, the dumber, the, the lazier, etc. cetera. And they have never known a life without opulence. So they're going to fight tooth and nail because they – They have nothing to lose. And I've said for a very, very long time, the most dangerous people on the planet are people with nothing to lose. And these people have nothing to lose and everything to gain if they get their central bank digital currency. They basically create a feudal system that takes us back to the Dark Ages, which is exactly what these people want because they want slavery. It's why it's being propped up around the world. And again, the Clintons in Benghazi, and in in Libya started the slave trade again as well as Myanmar Dominican Republic anywhere the clintons have gone human trafficking child trafficking anywhere the clinton foundation has operated so they have a vested interest to maintain the status quo and launder money and do all of their their you know normal shenanigans because they know this is do or die for them, so you're going to see things get crazier and crazier and crazier. The more they lose, and the more the more ground they lose, because they don't know how to, they don't know how to, and they can't capitulate. It's like I've said, you know, back last year, when control freaks feel like they're out of control, they try and exert more control. That's exactly what you're seeing them do. Now, an interesting development this week is the Carry Lake case. It was kicked back from the, from the Arizona Supreme Court for a hand recount and signature matching. We'll see how far that actually goes. I don't have a lot of faith in the system, but I didn't think it would get this far, so I'm curious to see how this is going to develop. I think it's very interesting that Kerry Lake has gotten this far. And look, that was the one case that cracked the dam. The levee is cracked now. So it, it just depends on how soon the floodwaters are going to start flowing out of it. And when it does, we only need one state to flip. But here's the reality of the situation. The elite can't let it get that far. Because if we dismantle their whole system and we, we retake all the swing states, there's no chance they'll ever succeed in anything. And they cannot let that happen. Plus, they know that if this gets to a place where the American public are exposed to what they've really been doing in the background, there's no place on this planet they're going to be able to hide. And they know that. So they're going to fight tooth and nail to keep the status quo. Which is why I've said since November 8th, the second American revolution starts today. The elite have declared war on the citizens of this country. That's why I said it back then. Because that was the start of the next revolution. And we're in the thick of it now. Right now it's an information war, but at some point it's going to go kinetic. And there's no coincidence in the fact that now they're importing Chinese, Chinese military-age males at a breakneck pace into this country. And that's why my last sit rep, I was trying to trying to lay out for everybody, here's the big picture. Here's all the things they're destroying all at the same time. I guess today in, in Pennsylvania, one of the uh, chocolate factories blew up. I didn't know chocolate was explosive. And if that's true, I can tell you why that was done. Destroying an icon. These people are about destroying icons and destroying history. They take away your icons. So in the communist system, what they do is they come in and they take away all the all the religion. And then they replace all the religious symbols with communist ideology. It's what Saddam Hussein, Saddam Hussein did in Iraq. He came in, got rid of all the religious um, icons, and replaced every one of them with a picture of himself. Every palace in Iraq had a picture of Saddam in it. There's pictures of the guy all over the country there's no coincidence that, that that he did it that way he took a page out of Stalin's playbook and did the same thing which is exactly what they're going to try and do here but it's not going to it's not going to work too many people are awake now and too many people are ready to fight they're 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 itching for the fight to start and what I keep telling people is you don't want you don't want this to go kinetic if we can solve it peacefully no matter how painful the peaceful solution is, it's way, way, way more per, um, um, less detrimental to the country than kinetic. But the reality is, with all these Chinese military age males flooding into this country, plus what they've already infiltrated, there's I don't see a way where this won't go kinetic. And that's why I keep saying, at the community level, we're we're all going to have to work together at the community level. Because when you bubble it up to the big picture and you see all the things they're destroying all at once, a full shutdown of the country is on the way. Just a matter of time. You just have to use the time you have left to get ready for it. And look, that's not a pretty picture. It's not a happy picture. But this isn't a Lego movie. This is a war. We're in a marathon. We've been in a marathon since 2016 and people don't even realize it. And the other side of that coin is people aren't paying attention to the bigger the bigger pieces of the puzzle that are all starting to fall together. Now, the good thing for us is there are a lot of white hats that are working aggressively to right the ship. You know, the fact that if Luongo's right and the Federal Reserve is fighting with the Treasury, that's a good thing for us. Because it means that there's still people that are, pro-America, pro-capitalism, that are still in positions of power. doesn't mean It doesn't mean they're good people. It doesn't mean that they have the best interests of the American people at heart, and it doesn't mean they're loyal to the Constitution. It means they're fighting to preserve their way of life, which in and of itself is beneficial for all of us because their way of life is beneficial to us. Now, does that mean that's the system we want to end up up with? No, we have to destroy in total this entire body of elites that have brought us to this point. And I don't mean just some of them; I mean every single one of them needs to be rounded up, tried for for crimes against humanity, and some executed, some hung, and some sent off to prison for the rest of their lives. That's not negotiable. Now, that is one of those. That is one of those. Um, key points and salient points that people need to realize. That's not a happy message either. But this isn't a Lego movie. It's not like people are going to wake up someday and everybody's going to be on the street singing everything is awesome. Sorry. We have to go through the trials and tribulation and I'm convinced that we have to do that for two reasons. One, to remind people of the struggle and the complacency that this country was lulled into. And two, and most importantly, to remind people that community and human connections are important, more important than technology. You know, if, if you've ever read through the Bible or even the Book of Mormon, for that matter, or even the Koran, you see the common themes throughout all three, all three of those books. It's, it's this growth of humanity, some kind of a mass event, and then a rebirth, and it's throughout history, it's throughout the Bible, and it happens in the, in, in, as part of the fourth turning. That that same that same cycle continues in the fourth turning, but it's it's replete in the in the Bible as well. So we're at the cusp, and we're past the culmination point. We're past the culmination point where the economy can be saved. We're past the culmination point where the dollar can be saved. We're past the culmination point where this won't go kinetic. There's too many things that have been put in place now that can't be reversed that are going to drive the, that drove the death nail in the economy. One of which was that the rate, when they raise the rates, Europe will collapse. They may be able to keep us and stave it off for six months, but Ed Dowd said that, you know, when the liquidity index goes negative, it's just a matter of time. And I believe him. He's a BlackRock guy. He knows what he's talking about. In every one of those cases, there's always a critical moment where things can go either way. And we pass that. And that's the, that's the cold, hard truth. And that's why I've been talking about line of sight or the last sphere of influence for the last year. Because both of those are the most important things to carry people through this. You know, Troop did a video tonight. I don't know if if he's published it yet, but he was talking about the question we get all the time, which is what stuff do I need to buy to get through this? And Troop's way more prepared than I am. I've been preparing for, you know, five years now, but I'm nowhere near him. I don't have the same skills with water. I don't have the same skills, you know, growing. I don't, there's no place in my yard for a garden. Not with those two terrorists running around. That's for sure. But the point is now's the time to prepare. Don't wait. Don't, don't, don't assume you're going to make it into next year. Assume that things are going to blow up in June, July. That sure is what it looks like. Rapidly approaching a culmination point. And look, we want to drive this to closure on our terms because here's your choice your choice is you can wait for the elite to slowly boil boil the pot and kill everybody inside of it and sign you up for their 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 central bank digital currency or you can collapse the system on our terms and we can reset it on our terms but the only way to do that is to start driving a nail in the in the big indexes to drive that through the floor, and that stops. Stop supporting the big box stores. Stop buying from Amazon. Stop doing things outside your local area. Look for local businesses. I mean, today I drove around, and I wanted a. I wanted a couple things. One, I wanted a new cast iron plate, so I went to a local, a local, um, kitchen store, and then I went to a hat shop, local hat shop, went to a saddle maker to get a holster made. And look, they're happy to have your business, and they're local in your area. There's a lot of things you can do in your local area to support your local area and support families that have been there for generations. That's where we need to be operating. Because the more we support the local area and get away from the big box stores, the less power they have, the less income they have, and the less influence they have in D.C., but more importantly, it drives the indexes down their profits have a direct impact on the bottom line that's how you can help start boycotting the big box stores and look it's hard to wean yourself off of amazon if you're an amazon prime member i use it all the time especially for for the business it's easy i can get whatever i want i mean there's certain certain places that i shop that are us companies like midway usa and brownells those are all U.S. companies, Midwest Gunworks. That's where I get a lot of my parts from. Is those three? I use, you know, other other um, wholesalers to get firearms and things like that. But they're the they're the um, the parts guys. And I don't I could get all that stuff on the Amazon usually for cheaper, but I'd rather frequent a U.S. company that's not a you know slave laborer. So. That's partly how I've been starting to wean myself off. Look, you're going to have to wait a few more days to get your stuff, but who cares? Supporting a U.S. company, that's what matters. So that's one way. The other way is to start showing up to school board meetings, because the school boards aren't going to stop until the school is shut down. And that could be next year sometime. So stay involved in the school boards. Stay involved in what's going on with, with the city councils. They're doing a recall on Bill Gates here for the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. You can support that too. You can give them money. You can, you can volunteer to get signatures. That's the point. Get involved, locally. Get involved, and once you do that, you're going to start seeing your sphere of influence grow, and you're going to see more people that that come into your sphere of influence that have complementary skills. And look, that's already starting to happen to me. That's that's. I went from doing this by myself to now having admins for both. Uh, I have an admin for my Rumble channel now. I have admins for Telegram. I have um, signal groups that are set up for conversations with um, other groups. And those have grown organically too. And next week, I think the 29th, 28th or twenty probably the 29th. um, Depends on schedule. We're going to do a council of colonels, and we're going to have. Uh, hopefully, we'll have Major Sam Sigalov. We'll have Colonel Don Jenkins, and we'll have uh, Colonel Chambers back. So, this should be a good uh, a good live chat next week, and we're gonna we're gonna start doing those. I'm gonna try and do those every two to three weeks, because as things heat up, we're gonna need more roundtable discussions to analyze what's going on. And here's the good thing with all of it is that my sphere of influence has grown exponentially just since last year. And the people that I coordinate with and talk to has grown. And the the number of people that are seeking me out now has grown. So in every one of those instances, um, a human connection has been made and in every human connection, it's a lasting connection. So all of those things are all of those things will will play out for you. You just have to make the human connections and go out there and start connecting with people. And look, it take it's not going to happen overnight. But the more you connect with people, the more you warm up, you're going to see you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about. That's the point of the sphere of influence. And then the last piece of all of it is Remember that the only thing that the elite have, they have one thing and one thing only, and that's fear and intimidation. The Justice Department—they've been putting out that they're going to go roll up a thousand more people from January 6th. It's going to either drive—it's either going to drive some kind of civil disorder, or it's going to drive kinetic ops. But it's about one thing and one thing only—they want to scare you into not demonstrating. They want to tell you that we know who you are. We know where you are. We can fuck with you at any time. Don't fall into that trap. That fear and intimidation is the only trick they know. It's that they're a one trick pony. They got one thing and one thing only. And that is if we can't, if we can't lull you to sleep, then we're going to scare you into submission. Don't fall for that. They don't have the numbers and they don't have they don't have the reach that they want you to believe they do. And even if they did, they still don't have the numbers. There's 330 million of us. There's maybe five five or six, uh, 50 or 60,000 of them. Good luck with that. That's the point of the exercise is don't get wrapped up in their fear and intimidation messaging because that's all it is. They do things to to do to it's it's all just a demonstration and the military we used to call what we used to call it a demonstration we would go and shoot shit up to show the the iraqis or the afghans look this is the firepower that we're bringing to bear if you fuck with us that's that's what that's all about and this is them doing that arresting people saying we can arrest you anytime anywhere we know exactly who you are we're watching you and your answer should be that's great now go fuck yourself the problem is Americans want to roll over and they don't want to be in the limelight. This is why I went after the field grades on Monday. I had no less than five O5s call me, sorry, lieutenant colonels call me and tell me I shouldn't go to a protest. And I'm looking at my phone going, are you kidding me? All, and look, when, you, when you're commissioned as an officer in the United States military, it's an indefinite commission. You're commissioned for life. You're an officer for life. Unless you resign your commission, you stay an officer for life. Whether you are active duty, reserve, retired, doesn't matter. You're an officer for life unless you resign your commission. And we have a moral obligation no matter what age we are or how old we are to do what's right and to defend the Constitution. And I had Pearl Harbor vets when I was a major sitting at PACOM. I had Pearl Harbor vets telling me, sir, I'm ready to fight. These guys were in their eighties and they were ready to fight. And this was at the height of the surge in Baghdad. And for those of you who never heard this story, just, uh, for those of you who heard this story, just bear with me. So I, w- I was out at, uh, I was out in Hawaii for an exercise. So it was a terminal Fury exercise, which is a command level exercise there. And I had taken a team out there to do cyber defense, cyber, exploit- cyber exploitation, and cyber attack. And our primary job was defense. We were defending the networks there. So we were, some of us working day shift. I was working night shift because I was running the Joint Comm Center. And we were downstairs getting ready to go to Pearl Harbor. Cause we were working out at PAC. We were working out for the Navy in the joint Com center out there. And we were, we were downstairs in the lobby and these two Pearl Harbor vets were sitting there. One of them from the, was, uh, from the USS Tennessee. And my kids were there and my ex-wife was there and my kids were sitting on my lap cause I was getting ready to leave. And, uh, this old guy starts talking and uh, somebody said, my, my daughter said, what, what's the USS Tennessee? And he said, uh, it was a battleship that was here at Pearl Harbor during the attack. You know, and she, she was like oh, seven or eight at the time. She's like, what attack? And so he was talking about Pearl Harbor and this guy, they sounded in general quarters at like seven Oh one or seven Oh two. And this guy was, in a bunk with 26 other guys and he and two other guys got through the bulkhead before the tor- first torpedoes hit. And he just, he didn't have a shirt on. He just had his dungarees on and he got through the bulkhead. The first torpedo hit kid, killed everybody behind him, like 20, 22 or 23 guys right behind him. He got to the top deck. And he said, as soon as I got to the top deck, I started t- moving towards my gun mount cause he was a aircraft gunner. And he said, the Arizona blew up. And the Arizona blew up. The shockwave knocked him down the knocked him down the um, um the deck, skinned him up and burned a, the upper half of his body, but he still got to his gun mount and was still fighting. And he's calling me sir the whole time, which was just weird. I'm just I, I can't I can't explain. It. it was just weird to have this this old timer calling me sir. And He tells this story so matter-of-factly, and when he was done, there wasn't – by this time, you know, I had like 10 soldiers around me and two other officers. There wasn't a dry in the place when this guy was done talking. And he talked about, you know, his buddies that were killed by strafing runs and bombs, and then he talked about the Oklahoma rolling over and the Arizona and guys burning in the water. I mean, it was just – he was just so matter-of-fact like it happened yesterday. But that experience galvanized my kids to go and study history. It galvanized me to, it really made me realize and opened my eyes that this commission's for life and my job's to defend the Constitution until I die. And at that moment, I realized these two guys They would go fight even in walkers. They would walk out to a gunman fight if they could. Because their oath meant something. And I don't remember who asked him this, but one of the soldiers asked him, you know, if there's anything you can tell us, what would it be? And he said, for all of you combat vets, When how did he say it for all you combat vets, when you come back to the states and you realize that everybody here doesn't understand anything you just went through, remember you've earned the right to be here. That's all he said. And it took me and I was I was I this was post Iraq for me. So it didn't mean a lot to me at the time. But a few years later it did when I when I met some Viet some Vietnam vets. And those guys were both of them were just shells. And then another senior officer walked up, because I didn't know anything about you know the Vietnam War compared to World War Two. And this this Colonel locked up, these two guys were wearing Vietnam service medals, and all he said to them was, welcome home, gentlemen, welcome home. And both those guys melted down. And it took me a few years after that to understand why. And his point was very salient. It's that you've earned the right to be here, now defend it. Just because you came back doesn't mean you're, you're done fighting. I thought that was pretty poignant. And to hear other officers say "Don't do something," that's a that's a big R right, God-given right, it was appalling to me. It still is. And it's appalling that people don't want to stand up, or they can't hear the truth. Look, you're you're about to get slapped in the face with the truth and the cold hard truth, and it's going to be very shocking for a lot of the population. Because a lot of the population does not do anything. Which is the point of this entire sit-rep. It's to, to get people ready for what's coming. It's not always going to be positive news. War is not always positive. You win some, you lose some. Some battles are Some battles you win, some battles you don't. Sometimes you retreat, sometimes you advance. Hopefully you win enough battles to win the war. We're in that place where the tide is shifting and you can feel the tide shifting. But that doesn't mean the war is over and it doesn't mean they're going to capitulate. It means that they're going to get more and more crazy over the next next several months until they find their system finally collapse. And you need to be ready for when that happens at all times. Now is the time to be ready all the time. 80% ready, 100% of the time. That means you have stuff in your car, You have stuff in your truck. You have stuff in your house. You're ready to go on a moment's notice. It's very important right now. So if you hear me say anything, hear that. And today I'm going to do something a little bit different when it comes to music. I'm going to play some Nat King Cole. If you haven't heard Nat King Cole in a while, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. This is one of his signature titles. This is L-O-V-E. And uh, this is one of my It's one of my favorite songs from him And uh, Natalie Cole sings a lot of his His catalog But I think Nat King Cole does this the best So For the weekend It's Nat King Cole L-O-V-E God bless one team One fight
1: L.